to another Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Kiwi. Today's podcast is an interview with Mike from Heaven Shall Burn. Heaven Shall Burn's new album of truth and sacrifice is out now on Century Media Records. Check it out. And the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast welcomes in Mike from Heaven Shall Burn. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing good. Thank you. <laughs> hello. Hello. Uh, hello for, to Germany from Brooklyn, New York. Um, <laughs> um, you know, obviously the first the first question is hopefully you know music is hugely important, but obviously you know personal safety and health comes first. So hopefully everybody with the band, all of your families and friends are safe and healthy right now. As far as I know, they are, and I hope it, it stays that way. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, we're all living in this time of the crazy coronavirus, but. Uh, on the good side, we have a wonderful double album to talk about of Truth and Sacrifice out now from Heaven Shall Burn on Century Media Records. Shout out to Century Media, one of our favorite labels. And um, what a fantastic record, man. This is I've been spinning this for uh, since it came out last week, and it's a, a lot to get through, a lot to unpack with a double record. So let's just talk about the concept of the album and why a double record. It's, it's very ambitious, but I think you guys did very well. Oh, thank you very much really really appreciate it um it's um why a double record i mean we had lots of material and then the <laughs> and then the album title came up with uh, these two strong words truth and sacrifice that already have some kind of a duality in it you know and um yeah from that um, it wasn't so far to think about the double record you have lots of material you have a title like that and then let's do a double record because you think doing a double record is just twice the work of an ordinary record, but it's at least uh, thrice the work we know now. And uh, <laughs> that was, um, yeah, that was challenging, but um, yeah, we, we're happy we succeeded, you know, and uh, we wouldn't have released a double record if we weren't sure um, that there is um yeah, there are a lot of surprises on the record and it's not getting any, not boring, you know. I mean, there are double records in the world that could have been just one disc, you know, and you don't need the second one. But I I think and I hope the listener thinks the same that um, both uh, discs are uh, worth listening in. Yeah. Right on. Oh, definitely. Uh, there's a lot of depth. Uh, I think on repeat listens, it's even better. Um it's a lot to take in at once, and there's a lot of layers to the record. I think there's wonderful orchestration. Um, and I wanted to ask about how you guys came to work with sort of, you know, how did, you know, who's, how did you score that? Who did, you know, how did that come about where you sort of added these extra musical layers beyond just this incredible melodic death metal stuff? Oh, we just wanted to create some kind of a musical world theater. I mean, that sounds very pathetic, but um, we just wanted to show uh, all our influences. You know, I mean, there is grindcore, there's classical music, there is melodic death metal, there is uh, speed metal, there is, you know, everything. And um, it was just great to uh, to have the freedom to do 20 songs and... Uh, and um, not thinking um, about a certain direction the record has to have that only has 10 songs you know if you have 10 songs on an ordinary record maybe you don't think about doing six experimental songs or something that would be just too much for your true fans you know and you wouldn't dare to do that but if you have 20 songs um 
you're a lot more open-minded and you feel the space there is for the experiments. Right on. I, I think, you know, it's interesting. The band is, you know, well over 20 years old and, you know, many, many records. And so your fan base is, you know, followed you this whole time. No, no two Heaven Shall Burn records are the same, I think, uh, except the two that are meant to be kind of a companions and, uh, you know, from uh, 11 years ago. But yeah, it's just very interesting to me that uh, at this point you guys are just so confident and strong uh, in yourselves to to create, just take risks, and uh, the fans seem to have come along, which is really amazing. You know, it's a fantastic record, and it seems like uh, so far everybody agrees. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. We're really happy to to hear that. And I mean, as a musician, it's always like that you know if the record is released and first reviews come in and stuff you're really nervous and um you totally react very uh yeah very sensitive uh, to every kind of negative uh, critics and stuff like that and every musicians every musician that denies that is, is just a bloody liar you know um <laughs> everybody is waiting for the reviews and everybody wants uh, wants it um, to be popular among the people you know so we are really happy and overwhelmed with the positive feedback we receive for this record so far i appreciate that honesty and i i agree i think on one hand you know there are going to be negative reviews always and not not all I can say as a person I've been reviewing music a long time and I edit other people's reviews. Not all reviews are are great or well written or you know justified. Some of them are not justified. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, it's um, it's not a problem to have um, negative reviews. You know, actually, I'm more interested in negative reviews, but not as the first wave of feedback for for the record. You know, that that can kill somebody who's a musician you know if there is a like overall like a positive feedback everything is cool and then i pick up the negative reviews because there i find the stuff i can improve you know and of course there are the negative reviews where you can only read um how cool the writer is and he doesn't write anything about the music you can throw away those you know but some negative reviews of course really make a point and are written by people who know what they are writing and, and, and they know any stuff about music. And uh, those are very valuable for bands because um, that can help to improve, you know, and um, that's why I'm interested in that stuff as well. On top of this, you know, wide ranging record, there's also this DVD documentary component that I'm really interested in. I'm not going to attempt to butcher the German, um, <laughs> but it was uh, My Green Heart in Dark Times is the translation and uh, directed by Philip Hirsch, who you work with on videos like Ubermacht and things like that. So let's talk about this process where you also, not only did you write this you know, expansive record, but you also allowed yourself to be filmed and documented for like a year and a half. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're uh a successful band in Germany, we can spend some money. It's better to do a documentary than to give it to the IRS, you know, the <laughs> money. So uh, <laughs> that's our point of view. And yeah, the documentary, like the basic idea was um, to show people um, what Heaven Shall Burn is about, you know, what kind of people we are, where we come from, what we do, how we grew up. Um, I mean, you know, we're from East Germany. We grew up behind the Iron Curtain and that still is a, relevant thing in the way we are thinking and we are doing things you know and um 
And, you know, the frame story is, of course, the making of the record, you know, the songwriting, the recordings, um, rehearsal, mixing and all that stuff. But that is, as I said, just the frame story. And within that frame, you come to know about the members of the band. And after you watch the movie, you hopefully know more about Heaven Shall Burn and about the people in the band. It was a huge success in Germany. It was more than 100 cinemas in Germany. Uh, which is a lot for a small country like Germany compared to the US. And um, yeah, it was a great success and people loved it. Awesome. And then Philip also directed, like I said, the Ubermacht video, which is incredible, came out the day the record came out. Do you want to talk a little bit about that video? Because there's, there's, there's everybody, I, I'm, I'm always impressed. I think, um, you know, there's not a lot of bands putting a great visual emphasis as much anymore. Uh, but I think we live in a very visual time with video and um, all kinds of mediums. So I wanted to ask, I love the video. I wanted to ask about Philip's work with the band on the video as well. Yeah, the thing is, I mean, we know Philip for so many years, you know. I mean, we did our first professional videos with him and we trust him a lot, you know. And um, believe it or not, we, we didn't saw the video before the day it was uploaded, you know. Uh, that that is how much we trust him, you know, because we give him every minute until the deadline uh, to work on it because we know it, the result will be better if we let him do things and not um, tell him what to do. And, um, yeah, and of course, um, like all the pictures he shot and all the scenes we did and everything, nobody was was actually knowing what, what, what he would be up to you know and it was a great surprise when we saw the video and uh, as you can imagine with all the first part of the video when we shoot the dead and then all of a sudden he wanted to film in the rehearsal room um we were like what is this about that has nothing with the video to do and we didn't know how he would connect it uh, he would connect the two parts of it and uh, yeah it was, it was a cool surprise and it's also a bit of a refreshment you know if you're in a in an album cycle like that and doing all the promo and video work like that and if you have a surprise video of your own band um that is a great thing right and you know that uh kind of leads me to my next question which is great is you know after all these years as i mentioned it's not only something to challenge your listeners and your fans but to your challenge yourselves and continue to make you know art and challenge yourself because as much as like you're in the music business and you have to make records you're also making records for yourself, right? And I wanted to hear a little bit about your thoughts about that. Well, I mean, it's different in Heaven Shall Burn. I mean, um, every musician that says he does records only for himself is either psychopathic, you know, that happens, or, or he's a liar, you know, um, you want to be successful if you're a musician, you know, no, no doubt about that. But um, in Heaven Shall Burn, it's kind of different. We didn't start the band because we wanted to do music and we want to get famous. We just wanted to, to spread our political opinion. You know, when I was in school, I realized more people listen to me when I have a guitar in my hand, um, other than writing, writing articles for the school's new paper or something like that, nobody would care about that. But if I have a political song, everybody would listen, you know, especially the girls, of course. <laughs> um, but but you, you know what I mean? And that is still the approach of Heaven Shall Burn. You know, we, uh, we want to spread our political message and the music is um, 
is the mean to do that the means to do that and um so i wouldn't say we are making music for our own that that's not true actually we do the music for the people and use it to spread our political opinion we just want to spread our political opinion that is why we're making music Awesome. Uh, I just have a few more questions for you, man. I uh, really appreciate your your candor, which is great. Um, you know, again, uh, I think about the longevity and the history of the band and Germany in general has, is so, so renowned, has helped make metal what it is. And, you know, not just the bands, but throughout the history of metal, but also Vakken and things like that. Um, do you, do you feel like all the the you know you came up in a certain clique of German bands that are you know pretty much uh, extreme metal or heavy metal? Uh, do you guys all feel kind of like a you know collective unity, or does it feel like Heaven Shall Burn has just kind of been on its own path and irrespective of what's going on around you locally? No, I mean there's I think there is some kind of would you call it unity? I don't know. That sounds a bit pathetic, but. <laughs> uh, but that there kind of is. I mean, uh, like one week ago, I spent a great day with uh, my friend uh, Miller from C Creator. You know, if you told a 15-year-old me one day you would be a good friend of Miller of Creator, I would have dropped that. You know, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> and but but it's like that in Germany. Also, bands like Blind Guardian. I mean, they they took part in a, one of our records like a few years ago and we didn't know them at all and we just gave them a call and they were totally easy about it and already knew about us and everything it's a it's a small it's a big market in germany but it's a kind of small scene you know and bands still really help each other of course you know there is backstepping and rumors and that stuff going on of course like everywhere else but um um, but um, I totally feel that German bands uh, stick together and work together. Um, that, that happens a lot. Yeah. Nice. We like to hear that. Um, so, yeah, just as a final question, obviously, this is the time in the interview when I would ask about touring, but there are no tours right now, no festivals. What are you guys doing to kind of pass the time and, you know, uh, stay connected to the fans in this period of time when everything is uncertain? Oh yeah, we just have a look at our Facebook. We are posting stupid videos um, from the <laughs> from the making of the record. You know, like our guitar guitarist Alex who produced the record, like yelling at us and stuff like that. You know, trying to to have some fun indoors. You know, I have to take care of my son as well, and yeah, just you know. Not trying to get um, crazy. <laughs> right. Try not to go crazy. Um, hopefully this all passes soon. At least we have this awesome album and music videos and things like that to listen to and watch. Thank you so much for this record, Mike. Thank you for chatting Thank with you. Thank you for chatting with me. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.